Hello and welcome to Finale Rally, where we watch the series finale of a show that we've never seen before and try to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm Garrett. I'm Ben. I'm Gabby. And this week we watched a very old, though not as old as we thought, television show called MacGyver. You didn't call us the Finale Rally Sallies. Oh, together we are the Finale Rally Sallies. Don't worry, everyone. We still are. Yeah, that's still us. I didn't and want them to think we dropped the name. Yeah, we're not a different Gabby, Ben, and Garrett. We okay. are the same Finale Rally Sallies that have always been here and always will be here, as far as I'm concerned. This has been a very successful podcast so far. Also, we're all in perfect health. Yes, yes. None of us you guys are... are jinxing it. Our health? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Or safety. We're, un- we're unjinxing it? If you call out something for being jinxed, does that... The jinx is immediately canceled. What if we watched the the finale of the jinx without having watched the rest of the jinx? I basically did that because I heard what happened in the finale before I ever saw the Oh, that's a bummer. You should have watched it all the way through. It's very good. I did watch it all the way through afterwards. Oh, okay. It was still very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I said, we watched MacGyver, uh, the show from... Years ago, not the one that is being rebooted now. So I thought that MacGyver took place in like 1980. Yeah. Turns out this finale was 1992. Okay, good, good start, good segue into our first segment, which is Gabby, what do you know, or all of us, what do we know about MacGyver? Well, obviously, MacGyver is a pop culture staple. He is a phenomenon. Really? Somebody talks about using chewing gum to make a zip line or <laughs> putting wires together to defuse a bomb or whatever, people are like, what are you, MacGyver? It's one of those shows that I feel like everyone references and talks about, but nobody's seen. Including us. Correct. So I definitely knew that MacGyver was like handy, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know anything about the show other than what had been parodied in MacGruber. Oh, had so you seen had the movie MacGruber? Yeah, I had seen MacGruber without seeing the source material. I haven't seen it, and I know, Ben, you say it's one of your favorite movies. Big fan of the movie MacGruber, also and you the... you could appreciate it without having seen the source material? Oh, definitely, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, me too. And the sketches, the original sketches on SNL, the little uh, intro sequence that they would have, used clips that I found out today are from the MacGyver... It's hard to say MacGyver, I keep wanting to say MacGruber. <laughs> uh, from the MacGyver intro. But other than that, I thought it was a show from the 80s or 70s, which it, I thought it was like, so I used to watch Gilligan's Island on Nick at Night, and I thought it was like from around the same time as Gilligan's Island. It's, which, it's not. And when was Gilligan's Island? It was on at night. Were you even listening? Right. No, Gilligan's <laughs> Island was like, I mean, now I'm doubting myself. Now I'm wondering if Gilligan's Island was like in 2001, and I'm just like a crazy person. Well, I thought it was a radio play from the 40s. It's... No, because also the crazy thing was like MacGyver takes place... Oh, 67. Okay, so Gilligan is from 67. So I thought MacGyver was also like 1971. Like I had no... I oh, thought, the 70s, wow. Yeah, or like 70s I, and 80s. I, knew I had he no idea. I messed with computers a bit, though. I knew there you were did? computers in the universe. I had no idea. So I. that's basically it. I didn't really know anything else about it. Ben, what did you know about MacGyver? I knew he was uh, handy, as Gabby put it. And I knew that he was played by Richard Dean Anderson who was also the star of a show called Stargate SG-1 that I saw a few episodes of and don't remember much about, except that there was a Stargate that they went through. I had never seen that actor before in my life. Me neither. I thought he was... If you had, if you asked me to name that actor, I'd call him Michael C. Hall. <laughs> Not even. I had no idea who that was. Michael C. Hall is Dexter. No, I know who Michael C. Hall is. And I thought Dexter was MacGyver. <laughs> For real? Yeah. I or that th- they looked alike? No, I thought they could have been the same actor. No, no Michael I mean, like, C. Hall in my is head, hot. Before I saw them. I see, I see. I thought they could have. You don't think Richard Dean Anderson is hot? No. Just because of the mullet? What if he was... No, Michael C. Hall is like a classically handsome man. I feel like Richard Dean Anderson is a classically handsome man. I don't know. Not um, on the same level. Maybe. Well, well that's a hot debate. We'll uh, settle down. Take we'll to your circ- corners. We'll circle back <laughs> on that later. They don't look alike. We'll come back to, to see if anybody's hot or not. Um... As this podcast usually Why are you trying to take my beer away I just want to make sure you don't set it down on the table. Here you go. Um, (laughs) Just so you can see behind the scenes, I'm drinking a large beer, and Garrett just took it away from me and put it in the trash can. It's empty. Wow. Also, episode brought to you by beer. Longtime listeners of Finale Rally uh, may notice that the sound hopefully sounds better (laughs) in this podcast. That's because we switched up our audio recording equipment. We've invested heavily 
Uh, in ourselves. Uh, and in the future. Do you get the impression that this entire podcast, Garrett is so mad and put upon by primarily you and or I? I... Why did you say primarily you to Ben? <laughs> I think, well, now I do. You're I, the only one that has a negative attitude. I think Garrett, in this podcast, his persona for this podcast has become very angry at both me and or you. We're just hashing this out now, huh? Live on the podcast. I'm angry now. Uh, no. You can hear it in my voice how angry I am. Absolutely never. You have a very measured cadence. I, I apologize to somebody at work today for sounding angry, and they sent me the emoji of just the straight face thing saying that's what I look like when I'm angry. I'm just a normal person. No. Do you, you've listened to episodes, surely. I one time listened to all of the episodes in a row. Okay. Don't you think that Garrett seems like we're like, we like two little trolls just ruining his life? You are two little trolls ruining my life. See? Well, now with the new seating arrangement, it does seem that way. That yeah. we just like peck and pester until and Garrett's all he's doing is trying to be a good boy and get through this podcast. <laughs> so, and uh, you and I are just ruining it. Those of you keeping track at home, the things that have changed, audio, equipment, the seating arrangement, but what has not changed is that it is still 100 degrees in this room <laughs> in which we are recording, and we haven't even started on Okay, the, I'm sorry. So the, what happens in MacGyver? Okay, so in the series finale MacGyver... Did you say what you knew about it? Oh, I, I knew about as much as you guys did. I know he used a, a, a pocket knife and um, duct tape for a lot of things to make ludicrous inventions, kind of like the professor in Gilligan's Island, how he could just seemingly make something ludicrous out of coconuts. Nothing. And he does that a little bit in this episode. Uh, we should also say that if you're looking to follow along, which I can't believe anybody is, does that with us on these podcasts, the last episode on Netflix is not the finale. The finale is the second to last episode listed on Netflix, a mistake we made by watching almost all of the last episode there, which is called... called the Mountain of Youth, which is not what you want to watch. It is not. That is an unaired episode. It was unaired for a reason. you want to watch... <laughs> it's a garbage episode. We watched called... half of it. The one that we watched was called The Stringer. Yes. Um, and that is definitely a finale. Um, no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, so let's start it out. So we begin in... Where do we even begin? Like a there was a It was yeah, like a bunch a of uh, like Asian people playing poker oh, right. or something. So MacGyver... Or no, like, they were playing meets, Mahjong. MacGyver meets a guy outside of a warehouse and like runs into the warehouse and somebody sees them, makes a phone call to this... Smoke-filled room with a bunch of Asian gentlemen playing Mahjong. Uh, I have to say that when you see a, a show from a long time ago and mm -hmm. you see Asian villains, I was a little... I immediately was like, oh, no, this yeah. is going to get so racist. But it didn't. I didn't think it really did get racist. It didn't get too racist. I didn't think it got racist at all in this. Well... There, this wasn't like... I didn't think it got racist enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not like they had, like... Like racist wardrobes, or they? No, I guess it's so weird though that like it's always like a foreign power. Like it's always like Russia or the Middle East or China. Like based on what's going on in like American politics, right? Like who are the American people most afraid of? Those are the villains now. Yeah, that's topical. Uh, I guess, but doesn't it? You don't you think it like incites like patriotic fervor and like may others like these people that are from other places? Are you blaming from? Are you blaming MacGyver on Donald Trump's rise to? prominence yeah. and his yeah. call for I'll a wall. I'll say it. I'll say it right now. I blame MacGyver. For? For Donald Trump's rise. All right. Uh, for the anti-immigrant xenophobic state of the United States today. Quote me. Nobody will do that. They will. So, just so you know, we right. hear every sound effect. Garrett, I don't care, okay? You know oh. what? Do you know what the people want? Let it's me not tell the you. sound effect of you opening a bottle of water. <laughs> what the people want is... I'm so angry right now. Authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> They want realism and authenticity, Garrett. They want a podcast that feels like real people well, having I, a real conversation. They want it to sound like it's being recorded in our house rather than in the studio. In this 100-degree yeah. studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so MacGyver um, goes in, and what it turns out, the guy who let him in the warehouse says, oh, the Chinese are pretending to sell these things as Korea, but really, actually, the students arrested in Tiananmen Square are the ones who are making these things. It's like slave labor. And this should impact a trade deal that the United States is going to make with China. So uh, there's a videotape associated with this. They get caught, MacGyver and this other um, gentleman who let him into this um, warehouse. The gentleman is shot. And then suddenly, like, there's a news reporter, a guy who will come to be known as a stringer. He's is a just, freelance journalist. He's taking photos through a window. 
And he takes a garbage can lid and, and throws it like a frisbee against a window to distract the guys that are shooting up MacGyver and this other guy. And then he bursts in on his motorcycle and saves MacGyver and they ride off with the videotape. Where they ride off to like some just hangout? I don't know. What is it? Where? It's that woman's house, right? Is that her house? So it's this, there's this Asian woman's house and she's sort of in charge of trying to stop this trade deal. Largely because of Tiananmen Square and her friends were... Um, Arrested Tiananmen Square. Anyways, they got the videotape, and they're like, well, this isn't enough evidence. Let's go back to the warehouse. They go back to the warehouse. An old guy pretends to be blind? Yeah, it's like MacGyver's boss, I think. Yeah. Is he and blind, or is he pretending? We, he seemed blind for one scene, and then the rest of the scenes, he did not seem blind. Yeah, it was like... He was wearing sunglasses and holding a cane, and, and MacGyver was helping him along. Uh-huh. And then later, he's on the phone with him. He looks over at a the computer screen and read something <laughs> yeah. and he's like looking around while he's talking uh-huh. yeah it's, and he's like points at things <laughs> i thought he was blind because he was holding a cane but then he wasn't blind that's what we're communicating yeah i mean what is going on there <laughs> that's well, you don't know do you have any theories <laughs> no okay well think on that while we finish do you think the actor was blind and they were like maybe just don't mention him Pret- being blind they were like <laughs> move, forgot move your eyes around when you're looking around the room you know the way a person with sight would do you're claiming for one scene they filmed rehearsal before they take away his cane and <laughs> sunglasses and make him act yeah <laughs> all right uh that's the prevailing theory so far um they go back to the warehouse the next day this blind guy is looking around for clues can't find anything macgyver and uh this stringer sam Sam, who actually we found out now is MacGyver's son. Big reveal. That's a big reveal that's like done in a very strange way, like 10 minutes into this episode. Yeah, and they don't double check it or anything. He's just like, my mom was this lady. And he's like, oh, I knew that lady about 20 years ago. And he's like, yep, I've got a locket with your picture on it. And he's like, okay. I didn't know your name. Also, he's like, you were close with her, right? And she's like, and he's like, yeah, I was super close, like P and V close. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, he says that. That's how they talked in he the 90s. Say that. Yeah. The early 90s. He said that. I also want to point out that at one point oh, I said, um, this is 1992, and like Friends is like about to come out. Yeah. So imagine, you know, like the quality of Gilligan's Island. Yep. Like, imagine that, and then, like, a year later, they make, like, Friends. And, yep. like, Seinfeld is, like, already on. Uh-huh. And the Larry Sanders show what is starting right around that ABC time. ABC doing? Yeah, we can't. It's We're having a hard time conveying just how shitty this show looked. Like, it was insane. It looked... Like, the jump from, like, what TV looks like now to us and what it looked like in 1992, and then what it looked like even in 1994, two mm-hmm. years later. Yep. It's wild. I've been watching Decker on Adult Swim, which is a... A fake like CIA show, and it's about the same level of quality <laughs> as this. Like it's, it looks like it was shot with handheld cameras. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, Sam's super handsome. Sam's handsome and MacGyver's son. And MacGyver's son, and they and both have cool hair. Yeah, they're a team now, and they go and they're like looking, and they're the Chinese had cleared out that warehouse, so they're like, oh no, like we don't have any evidence. Wait, there's a beetle on the ground, and also MacGyver had taking this doodad out of a box. Yeah, it was a little widget. <laughs> it's really just a little gadget thing that could be Yeah, just a metal nothing. thing that was nondescript. Yeah, it uh, looked like maybe an industrial part of something. Um, they send both those things, the bug and this metal thing, to the lab because they're like, this videotape of these people being abused and working isn't enough. And then, like, immediately next to it, it's like, okay, now with this bug and this widget, it is enough. And so they... Turns out they both came from China. Yep. (laughs) Came back from the bug and metal widget lab. The same lab. (laughs) This is where the blind guy suddenly could see. Maybe that's that's just a subplot, is that, like, somebody is given the sight of... The gift of sight after being blind. Could that be what the widgets did? That They had the power to restore sight? The Mountain of Youth, that episode that we started to watch... We're confusing two different episodes. That was about trying to live forever, so... Uh, this is about eyeballs um, trying to live forever. And um, <laughs> just do it on your lap because I can hear it all. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, Garrett's mad about my other large beer. So this <laughs> MacGyver. You somehow found a larger beer than you had before. I know. <laughs> it's incredible. I had a huge beer, a 40. Now I have an 80. It's not a 40. And Garrett won't let me keep my 80. You had an 18-ounce beer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe we'll get a plug later. 
For knows? the beer? Yeah, we'll see. Don't tell me what to plug. Stick around. Um, I have my own plugs. I can plug your beer if I want. She can plug women's lib. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plug doing whatever the hell I want. Hear those snaps in your fancy you sound machine? Barely hear those snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's a thousand times quieter than <laughs> a beer being gently placed on a table. Um, so what happens to MacGyver? With Goes all on this, a boat? <laughs> <laughs> with all this evidence. He gets on a boat, right? Oh, there's a bug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so armed with the evidence of the okay, bug yeah. and the widget and the tape. Okay, yeah. So they find a bug. <laughs> MacGyver's son, MacGyver, and this Asian lady decide, we're going to take this to the State Department ourselves. They're immediately captured and taken to a boat. A boat, yeah. Um, I knew there was the a boat. The boat's about to set off to China. The Asian lady is the one who's set to be killed. Um, but MacGyver and his son are like, well, we gotta, we gotta go save her. So they go, they get on the boat, they, um, They jump, they do some parkour. Yeah, they save her, but it turns out that, uh, the guy running this Chinese company is the guy who killed Sam's mom. MacGyver doesn't give a shit about that, but Sam does. <laughs> Sam wants to shoot Oh yeah, the Sam guy. wants to kill him. And so they save this Asian girl, they break her out of the, the little jail with some pretty cool karate moves. Well, and before that, oh. they do the water spray thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, like, down. No, not yet. Okay. So this is just when they're um, trying to get... smoke bomb. I just want to... before the smoke bomb. Before the smoke bomb? We'll get to that. I want to mentally prepare the listener for a weird water thing that's about to happen. (laughs) Yeah. So... uh, You let Ben tell that part. That's what we call in the movie making (laughs) business foreshadowing. Um, Is Garrett mad at us? They, they break... Do you think Garrett's mad at us? They break out the, uh, the Asian lady out of her dungeon and they're... MacGyver's just like, Garrett, let's get off this boat. But Sam has such powerful bloodlust that he decides to go after uh, the bad Asian guy Chung who's the bad Asian guy he's immediately caught (sighs) MacGyver's shot and falls into this cargo hold oh yeah Um, the Asian lady is taken to the brig and MacGyver's son Sam is also tossed into the cargo hold no he's like evidently gently put there yeah like he's fine oh also you missed the part where his name isn't really Sam his name is Sean A. MacGyver and then she said, and then he says, what's the A stand for? Angus? And then he's like, yeah, my mom liked that name. I don't like it. And he's like, yeah, I don't I, I don't like it either, but your mom liked it. And then I Googled it, and Angus is MacGyver's first name. So he's named Angus MacGyver, and then the son is also middle name Angus. And the reason he was called Sam is it was his initials. S-A-M, yeah. So that's a good foofa. Yeah, foofa. We haven't had any foofas. I don't think we're going to get any foofa rubros. I'm not going to get all <laughs> no, four No, I have no idea what the name of anyone who acted in this show is. Um, got high hopes for uh, Rad Dad Bad Pad later, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't even know there'd be a dad. Good for you. Um, so, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, MacGyver's then... arm's broken, and yeah. so they, Sam and MacGyver have to figure out a way out of this cargo hold. Ben, do you want to take this description? Oh, man. This part was crazy. They were down in this thing. Classic then, MacGyver. <laughs> Classic MacGyver always getting himself into trouble. Uh, and they're looking around, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And by this point, MacGyver has already realized that his son is basically a mini MacGyver. Yeah. He has the superpower of figuring stuff out. Except that he has his powerful bloodlust where he just thirsts for revenge. Well, yeah, of course. that was He got that from his mother's side. And he so does the right thing. They rig up the some kind of thing that's there. It's like a water thing. Yeah, they attach like it a, to their backs. A water pump. And then they zoom the pressure up to 3,000, and they say, when it hits 3,000, we're going to go. And you see the pressure go past 3,000 <laughs> yep. for like a second and a half, and then it cuts to MacGyver, and like another second and a half, and then he goes, now! <laughs> <laughs> and then they press the thing, and they zoom up to the top and land gracefully. Onto the deck. Yeah, how cr- they use the water as um, a jetpack. Yes, and how crazy this is is if you've ever washed your own car, those like wands that you use to like wash your car. Imagine just strapping one of those to your back and like being able to soar like five stories in the air because you turned it up to three thousand. You got to three thousand. Yeah, um, you've also got to be attached to this thing the whole time too. It's it, it was but great. It was classic MacGyver. That's what we wanted to see. It's the kind of stuff MacGyver. that he does. That's what He's we wanted to see. MacGyver. Yeah, it was great. It was classic classic MacGyver. We presume again, we don't really know anything about. According MacGyver. to MacGruber, it's classic yeah. MacGyver. <laughs> yep. So um, they then are escaped from the brig. Uh, they have to save this lady, and they do it by pouring some a yes, flare. A flare, yeah, down and then smoke pipe. goes on them. Yeah, they basically smoke out the brig. Which then gives them the jump on every Asian person on this boat. Right. The thing they pour it down is like a communication 
device mm-hmm. rather than an intercom they have just a tube that the guy yells yeah. up into <laughs> and then the top of the tube is they poured a bunch of gunpowder it is straight it. up like something you would see from the titanic here's what's racist <laughs> but this is 92 here's what's racist Ugh. is that the bad guys are asian and all the good guys are no, white the, the, the and then even asian. the lady they have to save her so it's across, it's intersectional. It's a cross of sexist and racist. But then at the end, they have to save her from herself, which means that she's the most powerful person of all. That powerful bloodlust that she has now. It's contagious. There was a part where she kills someone? Yeah, so they, tried to. they all escape, and there's only the the Chung Asian guy bat left. And then... I feel like I get about 65% of every <laughs> finale that we watch. I couldn't believe how much Garrett knew about the, the Chinese like <laughs> plot in the warehouse. I missed all of that. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, you know what I care about? Like, interpersonal connection. Mm. Like, I really want, like, what's, like, MacGyver's deal with his son. I don't care about the plot of, like, the Chinese trying it's to get... It's very clear you don't care about the plot. <laughs> which we're almost like, done with. Okay, fine, tell me then. So MacGyver's <laughs> done, right? They do it, they save it, they convince the Asian guy not to shoot the Asian guy. Kay. The Asian girl not to shoot the Asian guy. Fine. They get off the boat, they're just sort of hanging well, out. You're forgetting the part where... After they convince her to, they sort of stand around and congratulate each yeah. other, and they're just sort of at ease, and the bad guy is still literally two feet away from them, two feet just away. standing there waiting to get captured. <laughs> Lots of access to firearms around him. Um, so, yeah, that was it. Then Okay, so then um, MacGyver's back on land. They're back, got their... Stateside. Their state, yeah, their... Uh, they're land legs back. Are there such a thing as land legs? Yeah, your land legs and your sea legs. That's okay. why you have two legs. <laughs> okay and then um myth busted uh just like in a a recent episode house um macgyver pulls up on a motorcycle and so does sam so three of the pi- of the finales we've watched ended with motorcycles well Sons one of anarchy, Sons of anarchy which is house and now macgyver it's a popular way to say like not yep life mm-hmm, is great mm-hmm. now we're leaving mm-hmm. it all behind we're going mm-hmm. off into the sunset and so um, the formerly blind guy is there and says he's holding a cane again. Yeah, for some, but he doesn't have the sunglasses. He's looking at him, but he's holding a blind person's cane as though he were blind. I don't think it was a complete cane. It looked like the top of the cane. It looked like it was only about a foot and a half long, and he was holding it up as if there were another two and a half feet, like going down to the two ground. Two and a half feet. What if you he's think not canes blind? Are like three what feet if... long? One and a half and two and a half. That's four. Four feet. That's, I feel like blind canes are like pretty tall. Yes, they are. What if he's not blind? What if he's just Mr. Peanut? He he's could not be. Mr. Peanut, he's a person. He didn't have a monocle anytime. <laughs> he's Mr. Person. Boom. Mr. Person. The theory snoped. Um, <laughs> and okay. basically the guy begs MacGruber, MacGyver to come back to work. <laughs> it is really hard to say MacGyver <laughs> instead of MacGruber. And MacGyver just says, no, I'm hanging out with my son. And they motorcycle out. And then... The best oh, thing in the world happens. Let yes. Ben say it. Let Ben say it. So <laughs> they're riding off into the sunset, and then you hear a voiceover, and it says, This is Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> I just want to give a message to all the fans. Thanks for watching, and thanks for a great seven years. <laughs> Goodbye. Out of character. Out yeah. of nowhere. It was him as an actor. Over the a name, voiceover. The actor who played MacGyver thanking the fans for watching the show. Mm-hmm. In it his own voice. Unprecedented. Completely unprecedented. It was the funniest move. thing. Oh my God. I want to end everything that I do that way. Do, do you think that stuff from that era, and I'm saying it like it's a long time ago, but. but it wasn't. Once again, Friends was like 1994. Right. When did Friends start? Yeah, there must have been a huge yeah, leap in technology between 1992 and 1994. Like, it's unbelievable. Like yeah, 94. S- some inventor must have, like, so quickly pic- gotten his shit together and had a really busy 1993. Like, picture, like, picture, like, like one year it was Gilligan's Island or I Love Lucy. And then the next year was, like, Lost. Like House of Cards. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, imagine, like it's so crazy. Yeah. But even Friends was 1994. This was 1992, and this looks like shit. It looks and terrible. The, like we're even unrelated to the de- the technology. Like attitudinally, like ending a it was show. Crazy. Like just thanking, just breaking the fourth wall, yeah. and just saying like, "Thanks for watching, everyone. Right, like, See you later." That was not something that needed. It's not like fans were going to be upset if that hadn't happened. Like, I like, wish we had a shout out. By this point, we were in season like three of The Simpsons and Seinfeld, uh-huh. and they're ending a show <laughs> just thanking everyone. And that was it's it. Unbelievable. That was the end of MacGyver. So, um, uh, what a weird, terrible 
show that must I can't, have been. That must have been the last of its kind. So this is the part of the uh, podcast where we usually talk about previous episodes. Instead, for MacGyver, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what do you think, what's a wild gadget you think MacGyver whipped up with And, him? like, what did he use to make it? Yeah, like, just a, so he made a jetpack out of a hose, basically. Okay. So, MacGyver is in Russia, and it's cold. Yeah. And he's in, like, he's lost in Russia. Uh-huh. And he needs a compass. Oh, no. And so what he does is... Wait, I'm sorry. Why does he need a compass? To know where to walk. Is it because he's so far north that the sun doesn't set, so he doesn't know, like, west or east or, like, what time it is? No, he's, he Because just, otherwise, like, you know, like, the sun rises in the He doesn't east. have time to wait for that. He just needs it now. Yeah. He's wearing thick sunglasses and he can't see the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He He's walking around with a blind cane. No, no. He doesn't have time. So, <laughs> um, the clock's running out. It's cold. So, you know, taking clock. what he does is he digs really deep in the snow. <laughs> and he finds, he finds one plant that lived and it's frozen. Underneath the snow. It's frozen in it. You've and never he, been to a place with it's snow, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preserved. You've never been like to a, snow like a Neanderthal. You've never been to a snowbound place, have you? Yes, Except for I Colorado have. once. No, I lived in Boston for four years right. on a mountain. And no. did you ever did you ever see plants underneath? No, Boston is an urban area. So anyway, <laughs> you stay on top of the snow, Gary. You <laughs> don't right. go under the snow. So right. he does. Fair he enough. digs and he finds a little um, a plant frozen, and he goes. <sighs> <laughs> and the plant, the ice melts, and there's a plant. Okay? He takes the plant and he wraps wires around it. Wait, where'd the oh, wires come from? He takes them out of his watch. He has a digital watch. And you think digital watches have wires takes in the them? the watch out. You think a digital watch has yeah, a single yeah. wire? Opens in it. it, takes the wires out. How many feet of wire are in a digital Just watch? Just very small. Okay. Very small amount. Gabby's indicated about two inches with her fingers. (laughs) You attach it to the plant. Uh Uh-huh. Then he holds it up, and the wire touches down to, um, like, dirt. And it's a conductor. Okay. And it goes... And then it (laughs) puts fire on the... It's a fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he's just trying to get a compass? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. All right, so he needs to start a fire to get his compass. Yep. And um, depending on which way the wind blows, it's where the fire goes. And then that shows you, like, oh, that's the western wind. (laughs) So he doesn't need a compass. No, he has to start a fire so he can see which way that blows the fire so anyway, the, that's the world famous western so the, wind. The constant, the constant is not the sun rising and setting. The constant is that the wind always is blowing in the same direction. The wind blows west, yes. To the west or from the west? No, to the west. Everyone knows that. No, that's the opposite. <laughs> no, no, no. In Russia, is it like no. the southern hemisphere? <laughs> yeah, it's like how the toilets. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Other yeah. Way. Uh-huh. So anyway, the plant bends this way, and he knows that it's the west. It bends. I'm making. I'm saying left. But it doesn't matter, podcast listener. <laughs> so it blows, and then he's like, that's the West. And then he walks to the West. And then he also, he puts the plant back in the ground, replants it, and then he bows to it. Because you he leave bows everything to it? the way you found it. Yeah, because you and leave Speaking of racist, you, you said he bows to every it? part of the buffalo. And so he leans <laughs> down to the plant, and he says, thank you, plant. <laughs> you have saved me and served me another day. And... Wait, so this is a plant he's used before? <laughs> this is a, a, He knew where this plant was because he had stored it there? No, He no. was the one who planted it there as a child. No, but then here's, Johnny the, but then here's the real tragedy. Is that because the world is a circle, the plant dies. What? Yeah, it has to die. Because um, the snow falls on it. But he tips his hat and he says, thank you. And he bows to it. And then he goes to the west, and then he finds the camp. All so right. So that's how he made his own compass. That's pretty Which good. kind of camp is this? Like a Russia camp. <laughs> like a Russian camp that has, like, supplies and people oh. and food. Oh, I, I was coats. thinking like a like a summer camp. No, yeah. no. And then the winter. camp also has, what do you call it? What do you call it that you Bug go juice. No, the snow. <laughs> what do you, you ride it through the snow? A snowmobile. A snowmobile. And a snowmobile takes him to the airport. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where's the airport? In Russia? In Russia. Okay. And then he goes home. All right. That sounds pretty good. Uh, ben, what do you think a invention MacGyver's was? 
Okay, so I think he's in the snow. He's in Russia. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Put him in like the desert or something else interesting. Okay, he's in the he's Russian, Russian desert. desert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, he's stranded except for there's a car next to him. and But the car is out of uh, batteries and also out of fuel. Okay. And he needs to get... <laughs> <laughs> to summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> to, pick up, to pick up his son, Sam. Right. Well, and, and also that he's going to take a class there, a, a crafts class. <laughs> it's a summer class for adults continuing education. It's Well, it's for uh, visiting parents' day. You get to take a class to kind of see what your child has been doing for the last eight weeks. <laughs> so he wants to show up. He's desperate to get there in time for the big uh, talent show. And... <laughs> Is that the class he's taking, the talent show? Yeah. All right. Well, he's the, the craft class. They're building a set for the talent show. Oh, okay. For the big play that's happening at the talent show. And so he needs to fill this car with uh, gasoline somehow, but all he has is um, water and a match and uh, like apple juice. And so Ooh. he lights the apple juice on fire, which... Um, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so good at using fire. Well, it's because it's it's not in its uh, in the bottle anymore. It's spread out across the sand, which it has uh, minerals in the sand yeah. that unlock ions. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin nods and looks at me. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's got it right. The he minerals, makes diamonds. Did you know that? If you light sand, sand on fire, it makes a diamond. That's not true. Yeah, it is. And if you leave a diamond out for too long, it turns into graphite sand? and turns into sand. So there are minerals in the sand that unlock the ions in the apple juice. And when you light that on fire, what it does is it creates carbon. And uh -huh. uh, when you mix carbon uh, with the right proportions of water and then you um, ingest it, then, <laughs> then when you pee it back out, the ammonia mixed with that creates uh, uh, what it creates is a hydrogen fuel cell. So he uses <laughs> I'll that tell you what it creates. <laughs> to power the car, and then he drives uh, through the desert, stops at an oasis to get a little more water, and uh, then hits <laughs> no, up an oasis. Yeah, in All the right. middle of the Russian desert, of course. And then I he gets it. to camp, and he's uh, he loves what he sees in terms of their production of Greece. Oh, that was a play. It was Greece. Yeah, how ironic. It was a modern retelling of Greece. I liked that joke, Garrett. What? How ironic, because he needs gasoline. Yep. And gasoline's Nobody greasy. Nobody appreciates your small jokes. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I was just, again, it's a million degrees here. I was just going to say that <laughs> he makes a key out of some gum. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. gum gets hard? Yeah. No, it's like he hasn't chewed the gum yet. It's like a stick. Oh, a stick of and gum. And he like bites it very selectively, and that forms into a key. But he's still got the little niblets uh -huh. that he's bitten off. And he chews on those, and those like make a very little itty bitty piece of gum, and so he uses the key. Tiny to, gum. Um, tiny gum. Yeah, it's like a little wad of tiny gum, and he opens up the door, um, but the key is about to snap, and he takes the tiny gum and spits it, patooey, right there <laughs> on the on the like the part that latches into the door frame, that sticks it right there, and then um, the reason why he had to do this was there were a thousand prisoners of war. <laughs> Trapped behind that door, and so they all got out. And if, if he hadn't put the gum there, they would have died. Were they I mean, prisoners of the good side or the prisoners of the bad side? Of well, the war? Ben, that's a tough question. There is, are is good there, guys and bad guys in war. <laughs> World War II definitely had a good guys and a bad guys. A lot of <laughs> other wars do not have as clear. It's of a probably picture. because it's MacGyver. It's probably people of color are the bad people, mm. and white people are the right people. Amen. No, incorrect. No, I'm being someone from his time period. I yeah. mean, 1992? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were alive then. It's so rough. Barely. All right. Um, that was pretty good, guys. Um, now it's time for a favo segment, which is to guess the pilot of MacGyver. Oh, my, my God, God. I already did so much work. <laughs> I guess this has been such a tough obstacle Do you understand the amount of improvisation that goes into this? Okay, well, now we've just... Told all of our fans that we do not script out these <laughs> podcasts. This okay, is all... guess the pilot. Yes. Ben, do you want to go first? Are you asking me to well, go first? because I feel like I always go first, and yeah. maybe you should go first. Ben, all right. go first. Going first. So, I'm just, let me just pull out my script. <laughs> we'll peek behind the curtain. It's all written beforehand. 
<laughs> this is, is the best we can write. <laughs> so his name's Angus MacGyver, mm-hmm. and he works at a post office delivering the mail to all the boys and girls across America. And uh, one day he accidentally opens a letter. And the reason that he did that is because he got chased by a dog and it bit him on his little butt. (laughs) And then he fell down and the way he broke his fall was with the letters. And actually what happened is his teeth went right through the top of the envelope and kind of just sliced right across the top and the letter fell out and fell open. Oh no. And it's from the Phoenix Corporation. Uh oh. Which he's never heard of, of course. He's just a simple ma- mail carrier. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the Phoenix Corporation is writing a letter to someone in that neighborhood that says, uh, now hiring, positions open. <laughs> and he thinks, boy, that's weird, but I'm going to obviously be put in federal prison if I tell anyone that I opened this person's letter. <laughs> so I obviously need to take this person's identity and uh, take it as my own and join the Phoenix Corporation. Wait, but you said the mail carrier's name was Angus MacGyver. That's and correct. And also happened, this letter happened to have been sent to an Angus MacGyver? That is correct. <laughs> so it was, just, it was going to the other Angus MacGyver in town? Yes. There's two? There were two in this one town. One was supposed to be an employee of the Phoenix Corp. Well, and one, of them, okay. one of them, his middle name is Angus, and he just goes by his middle name. Angie? What an asshole. And his first name is uh, Lynn... Lindo. (laughs) And (laughs) so he gets the letter. He goes to the Phoenix Corporation and he says, hey, it's me, Lindo. (laughs) And I'm here for your uh, open position. And they say, yada, yada, yada. You have to fill out all these forms. And we need to uh, run you through some physical tests. Uh Uh-oh. And he says, "Uh, all right, yeah, I'm up for some physical tests. I actually... uh, run every day from dogs that are chasing me trying to bite my butt he tells them that yeah doesn't that well he says it in his head okay but he's actually also whispering it very quietly to himself (laughs) and somebody overhears it Uh and they say we the person we sent this to was not a postal service worker we sent it actually to a milkman runs (laughs) a person who delivers oh my god and uh so this is actually the wrong guy but then uh he uh, manages to win them over with his ability to uh, create gadgets out of everyday items. And they say, we might as well put this talent to good use. And he says, how are you going to do that? The Phoenix Corporation is, uh, is like an accounting firm. And they say, well, we're actually, we've decided to change what we do. And we're now <laughs> like a detective agency or something. So you're going to do that thing. And, and that's, that's it. Yeah, uh, that's the end. That's pretty good. And that's then at the complex. end what of the What happens pilot, to the real... Uh, Lindo MacGyver. Oh, he's been dead for years. (laughs) Okay. But at the end of the pilot, Richard Dean Anderson does a voiceover and he says, Hi, this is Richard (laughs) Dean Anderson. Just want to thank you for checking out the pilot. I hope that you uh, watch it and that they choose to make more episodes of it because I think that's still how it works in the 80s is that we air the pilot before anyone's committed to making a series. (laughs) Goodbye. We're going to have a lot of fun together. It's nice that he pitches it at the end. Yeah, well, he was a, a company man. You gotta sell it. Always be selling. ABS. Uh-huh. Which is the network it aired on. ABS. ABS. <laughs> the Peacock. Abs. The Abs Network. Uh, Gabby, what's your pilot guess? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't steal yours. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're both dear, cre- creative dear, dear minds. Okay, so. Um, a lady is in labor. She's in a tent in the desert. She's in labor. She's, like, really in pain. She's giving birth. She's, like, screaming, holding a guy's hand. She, They're like, oh, my God, the baby, it's coming. Oh, no, it's fucked up somehow. It can't get out of the um, of your va- <laughs> vagina. Okay. Oh, no, oh, no. She's like, oh, I'm pushing. And then they're like, the baby won't get out. I don't know. I'm sorry. Something's fucked up. Then <laughs> you see... One baby hand shoot out of her vagina. Okay. Okay. The baby hand grabs onto a rope. Okay. Tiny hand, baby arm, fat baby arm. Grabs onto a rope. So there's just a Other rope hand in between this woman's legs. Shoots out. They're in a tent. Other hand shoots <laughs> that's, out. That's irrelevant. Grabs onto a rope. Uh, uh, uh. Baby pulls itself out by the rope. <laughs> Pops out. Grabs the rope, pulls itself out. Does the rope like a lasso? <laughs> Around its own umbilical cord. 
pulls the rope, snaps its own umbilical cord, lays on the ground, grabs a pocket knife from someone's pocket, grabs it, <laughs> flips it in the air, catches it, blows on it. Why did he blow on it? He didn't do anything with it. Because there's smoke coming out Yeah, of like it. a gun. <laughs> guns, finger guns. Blows smoke out on both finger guns. Are those two? Wait, where's the knife now? He threw it. <laughs> and then they go, oh my God, what should we call this baby? And they're like, we can only call him Angus MacGyver. <laughs> and she Smash says, cut. but my last name is different from that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Smash cut opening credits, MacGyver. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's, um, go to modern day. MacGyver is um, his own Modern age. day, 1985. Yeah. He's <laughs> in a chair at a barber shop. He's got really long hair. He's like, I want to change. They're like, okay, what should we do? He's like, I don't know. Just like make me look different. They're like, okay, snip, 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 mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he like walks out. So this is, the pilot has the origin story for MacGyver's hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the mullet in itself, in mm-hmm. general. He walks out. Oh, that's he's the first like, time anybody's struts. had a mullet. He struts, okay? You hear the song like, you can tell by the way you do my walk on The Bee Gees, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Staying alive. He, then <laughs> he runs into a guy, smacks into a guy who's blind. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 you hit me. And he's like, sorry, man, just got a new haircut, feeling myself. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm blind. I also work for this company called Phoenix. Do you want to be a spy for us? And he's like, is that what the job is? He's like, it's not really a spy. It's more like just a, like, a venture man. It's like a handyman. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> That we oh. send on assignments. Yeah. And he's like, okay, but I don't want to, like, sign any contracts. And then he's like. Okay, but you do have to sign this contract. <laughs> like, important, important plot note. Okay, I'll like do one job for you and see if I like it. And he's like, fine. That guy's Pete, by the way. He's like, fine. So then MacGyver, MacGyver goes. Oh, Pete's like, here's a job. Um, probably some like Middle Eastern person is doing something. Sorry. Some like <coughs> Middle Eastern person is doing something bad because we don't we only like white people here on MacGyver. So if you could just, like, disable a bomb for them. He, like, runs into a factory. He's like, stop, Middle Eastern, vague Middle Eastern people who we don't really know exactly what your ethnicity is because it's the 80s and we don't care. Um, Stop making this bomb. And then they're like, cut the red wire, cut the yellow wire, cut the blue wire, cut the red wire. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. And instead of cutting any of the wires, he takes his bubble gum out of his mouth. Uh Uh-oh. And he wraps it around all the wires and he smushes it and all of them short circuit and the bomb doesn't go off. Then the State Department and Phoenix <laughs> come in and they're like, you did such a good job. And then they're like, please sign the contract. And then he's like, okay, I'll sign it. So then he signs it. Then that guy from that um, mountain of youth parachutes in. <laughs> you know, that episode they tried not to air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but his friend Jack parachutes in. And it's like, I'm your new partner. And he's like, oh, this guy seems like a rogue person. And then he's like, yeah, we're both rogue. And then Pete's like, you guys better get along or I oughta. And then that's out. <laughs> that's oh, and then oh, at God. the end, he meets a blonde lady and he has sex with her. And then he's like, 20 years from now, this will be relevant. And then that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say whenever I have sex with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I like to come and then yell, 20 years from now, this will be relevant. <laughs> Um, great, good pilot. Um, Thanks. Uh, again, million degrees. Oh, uh, and then YouTube. also uh, while he's fucking, like, <laughs> while he's fucking the lady, they play. You can't tell by the way I do my walk, and then it fades to the you credits. Can t- I can tell by the way I do my walk. Yeah, I can tell by the way I do my walk. Left high and man, Mazel Tov. <laughs> that worked out better than I think you thought it was going to when you started it. I don't know if the brothers Gibb are Jewish. That's or not. pretty good. Um, well, good names pilot, like guess. Barry and uh, the other guy's name—they're definitely Robin. Barry, yeah. Robin, Gibb. You can tell by the way I'm Mazeltov. I'm what? Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's a hit. Thank you, uh, Garrett. Go. What do you have to uh, say? I don't even know what my pilot guess is. You guys, you guys just. Uh, um, okay, my here's your pilot guest. No, Garrett. I oh, can interior. <laughs> I can, stop it. Let me have Nine. this. I can do Garrett, this. Stop furious. it. No, stop it. Garrett, 28, furious at his roommate and girlfriend. <laughs> ben, 28, and Gabby, 28, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> 
Congratulations on all of us being the same age, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it's finally. Speaks into a microphone. That's finally, he we're all the same. Podcasting, age. a millennial thing. Oh my god. A millennial <laughs> phenomenon. Uh, not unlike a radio show. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to even talk into this mic. This actually sounds a little bit better than than what I was doing. Anyways, so MacGyver. I don't think it's an origin story like you two said it was. I think he's been working at this Phoenix for a long time. I think his contract's up for a renewal, though, and um, he oh, says, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to maintain tension with oh no's. Um, they uh, they say okay, uh, MacGyver. In order to pay off that uh, rad patties, you're gonna have to <laughs> sign this contract. Saying you'll never have a son. <laughs> saying you'll never have any familial relations other than your your grandpa. That's the only one you got. Um, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna know even if I go blind. I'll know. And uh, they, he says yes, fine. I need my rad pad. Uh, where's the pen? And that's the thing. Nobody has a pen. The entire city is out of pens. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so MacGyver is like, well, can I use a pencil? And they're like, no, absolutely not. What You're is this, have the SATs? To... <laughs> you want to just fill in those bubbles with a number two? No. You need to sign this with a pen, chumpo. Blue or black ink. So what he does is he shatters his own... Um, his left hand. He, um, oh he actually God. cuts off his middle... No, his ring finger. As another vow that he'll never be tied to another person. Um, he wow. cuts off his ring finger. He sh- gnaws the skin and, and muscle off of it. Uh, and it, it creates like a pen out of the bones. <laughs> like, a, like a stick out of the bones. Because also the city's out of sticks. Um, and then what he does is he needs to... He has to... He cuts off another finger. And uh, with his that own? one... Yes. Okay. Uh, his other ring finger. Uh, and he uses that to uh, make a snare to catch a squirrel, which once he catches a squirrel, he then bleeds the squirrel out. Um, and he had been feeding this squirrel um, motor oil, <laughs> which is like another... earlier because he knew the squirrel. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, he just in case. And now um, the motor. So the squirrel, which was also very sick, and that's why it was so easy to snare. Um, <sighs> he... <laughs> he then um, he uses that. He dips his other finger bone pen into that squirrel ink and signs it and the last shot is a close zoom on the contract where he's misspelled his name <laughs> uh, mc no mac well his real name the whole time we we never said this, his name was um mcgrindle <laughs> and he wrote macgyver and they're like who the fuck's macgyver and he's like i guess that's me now like from grindle from beowulf no mcgrindle oh mcgrindle it's like, like like McDonald's and like the Bale McGriddle. Wolf. I understand. And the McGriddle Mondays. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. And then he uh, winks at the camera. I agree with Ben that he does announce that this was the end of the first episode. Vote if you liked it. Call your local uh, congressman. <laughs> There's no such thing as a local uh, congress. Uh, maybe there is. Oh, it's a million <laughs> degrees. Okay. Um, well, that's that's our pilot guesses. Does anybody want to change it before we lock them up? We have to seal these before we can go and watch the pilot. No, I feel I did an excellent job. I think so, too. I think we're all perfect in every way. Great. So, oh God, uh, thank you. If we could all together, Gabby, please lift up this key. I've been told that my job is to provide commentary and not to do any lifting. So. Well, that's it. The pilots locked. are locked. It looks so locked. It is locked. Yeah, it looked really the, locked. The pilots it's are locked. good craftsmanship. Um, and now we're going to go watch the actual pilot of MacGyver and then be right back. Okay, bye. And we're back. After watching the pilot, after struggling with the internet, wrestling with the internet connectivity. I think the internet was down for all of planet Earth for those moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll recall that moment when there yeah. was no internet in all of planet Earth. Remember everyone two weeks ago when all that chaos happened <laughs> and we were here watching MacGyver. Um, it's okay. Ben fixed it for us. So, the episode is called Pilot. Yes, the first episode is called Pilot. Who won the pilot guest? Do you think, Gabby? You had something that was correct. I was correct, and that's not his first day at work. I would say Garrett wins. Oh, you right? had something too. Yeah. Oh, you you had said he had to defuse a bomb. Yeah, but obviously he had to defuse a bomb. And they talked about chewing gum. I feel like yeah. you mentioned chewing gum at but some point. But those are yeah. very 
very obvious MacGyver Yeah, those are sort of the, the known things. Yeah. Um, Garrett, you came closest. Let's quickly, well, thank you. I'll take the victory. We'll very quickly run through this. There's not a ton so to say. So the theme say. song to MacGyver is the same as the theme song to Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes. Dun, 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 MacGyver. Rescue yes. Rangers. We are the MacGyver Rescue Rangers. So that was weird. Um, And I think that the girl in Rescue Rangers was supposed to be like a MacGyver-like character. Oh. Right? The little girl squirrel? Sure, yeah. I think all the squirrels are MacGyvers. No. Dale was a little nut. Or Chip was. Chip was just a little... Chip was a little nut. Really cool play on words. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so basically we start out with uh, MacGyvers climbing a, a rock in the middle of the desert. Oh, yeah, and doing a voiceover, which they never do again. Yeah, he's doing a bit of a voiceover, talking, telling a story. Not as Richard Dean Anderson, but as the character MacGyver. Yes, mm-hmm. they do do a voiceover one more time, and that's at the end of the series. We presume. We don't know. We've only watched two episodes, or three, two and a half, including the mountain of youth. Of youth. But <laughs> in this one, it starts with him doing a voiceover as MacGyver. Yes, so he's climbing this mountain, um... So Not like, a mountain of youth, a mountain no. of truth. This is a total truth mountain um, where there are people, there's a downed plane and a missile and he frees a captive guy. And we basically, it's an introduction to um, him being handy with stuff. And rescuing people and being really good at like, being a spy but not a spy. Yeah. Except yeah. for what he wears, which is a giant red poof ball hat. And like blue very, boots. very loud blue boots. Yeah, it's pretty weird what his outfit is while he's being a spy. Um, he saves this guy. He's telling the story in voiceover about this Palomino horse. That he had to get close to, but then he realized he was too close and it was scary. Yeah, it's a dumb story. Um, and then basically what we cut to this lab, this like, I don't know, secret lab, metal lab where... Um, Two friends are about to sit down at a game of chess. Deep two below. scientist friends. Yeah, two scientist friends, two old guys, sitting down to a game of chess um, deep below this Earth's surface. And then a bomb goes off, kind of destroying various levels of this lab. They call in MacGyver because there are people trapped beneath the surface, and he's the only person who can go in and doesn't care about his life enough to actually try to save these people. So he... Goes in and does that. And he meets his boss from the finale at this lab, right? He meets him for the first time. Oh, does he? Is that Mm -hmm. Pete? Oh, interesting. Because he's like, I heard you're the screwball. He's like, you must be the suit or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, Ben pointed out that the casting for this must have been like Han Solo type. Yeah. Right. Han Solo, but smarter and a little bit nicer to women. Yeah. That's exactly what MacGyver is throughout this whole thing. He's very Han Solo-y. Um, There's even a thing where he like basically says, ne- never tell me the odds. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I know the odds. You don't have to say them to me. Um, I know, Chewie, I know. Uh, he, ba- I mean, what are some of the things he does? He meets a lady. Doing? He meets a lady. So one of the first things he does Barbara is Barbara Spencer. He, but he just calls her Spencer because he's kind of a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. He uses water to push an I-beam across and he like uses a mirror to deflect a laser and a cigarette a cigarette to to see the laser um what are other things he does once he he patches up an acid leak with chocolate because the sucrose and the lactose lactose are gonna combine in some kind of way that makes sulfuric acid i mean he's really good at knowing things and like doing science and fixing he is very competent yeah um he makes a little bomb out of a some cold medicine and so many shows are like man is rough around the edges but oh so confident he's and competent that, he doesn't seem that rough around the edges he competent was kind of guy. a charmer he was very competent. i'm writing a new show called competent guy his only flaw seemed to be that he was a little scared of heights but that never really seemed to okay. be right he kept talking about how he hated heights but then he would always be able to handle his business just yeah. fine in spite of the heights. The first right. scene is him climbing on the face of a mountain. Correct. Like, and then diving off of it uh-huh. at the end. He doesn't really have a fear of heights. He has mm. no flaws. He's a minor annoyance with heights. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm up high again. I gotta get low. He and um, Barbara Spencer have some sexual tension. Yeah, suddenly, so he meets this girl in the lab. She kisses him. He And then it's just like, okay, yep, here's a girl for him to like. Mm-hmm. It seemed really sort because of shoehorned in. Garrett, do you understand they have to make sure people don't think he's gay? Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. people weren't gay in the 80s. Oh, 
oh, I think people were extra gay in the 80s. They were gayer than ever? Yeah, yeah, and there was a real problem going on. So, so, <laughs> so basically, MacGyver wins, right? He does it, he saves them and everything. Yeah. And like at one point, there's a missile being pointed at them underground by the good guys. But it, it's, And then it's, he uncovers that one of the good guys is actually a bad guy. Yeah. Um, Steubens. Not really a bad guy. Like He's like a conflicting character. He's yeah. actually the only character with any Also, depth. MacGyver lives at the Griffith Observatory. Yeah, so that's With a thing. small black child. He yeah. lives at the Griffith. And a basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. In his room. It's really bizarre. He lives at the... If anybody's... And who Angelino's, is the small black child? Uh, we, we saw him earlier in the episode. Correct. But who is he to MacGyver? We don't know. Right, and, th- and this is the pilot, so they should have explained that. This and isn't also, us being unprepared for the storyline. Why I, did he, where did he go in the finale? What happened to him? I'm sure that's a story. Seven seasons? I'm sure that kid got explained. I hope he didn't just appear in the pilot and then never again. Well, in the Golden Girls pilot, they have a gay housekeeper who never shows up again. Oh, that's terrible. In the Seinfeld pilot, they have like a coffee shop waitress who's their friend instead of Elaine. Oh, that's really, really? weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See? And so that black kid probably never shows up again. Uh, cousin, cousin Oliver. Cousin um, Oliver. I, I think he should. Coco. Coco, the gay house boy that used to be on Golden Girls for one episode. I mean, I think it was just a kid that was like, yeah, MacGyver really has no flaws. Like, he loves kids. He volunteers his time with this kid. The kid is allowed to live in his observatory basketball house. Observatory house. A great professional reputation. They just bring him in freelance to, Mm -hmm. like, save these people at this lab. Yeah, he has, he's just. Perfect. And that's why he gets to live at the Griffith Observatory. I think that's why they were leaning on the heights thing so much. It's like, he's got a flaw, but wasn't really a real flaw. Want to hear a foo-faw? Sure, yeah. Always. So, the pilot is directed by someone named Alan Smithy. and You were doing research during the pilot, right? It's a fake guy. So, Alan Smithy, that name looked very familiar to me. And I knew, and I was like, why does it look familiar? And I Googled it. And it's because Alan Smithy is the name that the DGA gives to any project when the director disavows it after directing it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, like doesn't, like you direct, a, if you direct a project and then you go, I want nothing to do with this. When you see the finished product, it gets attributed to Alan Smithy. Oh my God, that's incredible. So you're not, but then you're also kind of not allowed to later say it was me. Or sure. you're not allowed to like, be like, I directed this or whatever. So the MacGyver pilot was directed by Alan Smithy. That's amazing. That's so, so you, fascinating. I looked at, tried to look it up. No clue who directed that, it. Does that mean that Alan Smithy is an executive producer on all future episodes? Right. What are you, royalties do you think that are just <laughs> being tossed into a, an empty bucket? The other thing is, is lit that on fire. I didn't look into this too deeply, but also said they were trying to guess who the director was based on who the writer was. And the d- writer of the MacGyver pilot is also a pseudonym. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, this is such a foo-fa. So who, who made this show? Oh, my gosh. Completely unclear. Do you think? Well, an executive producer was Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Do you think Henry Winkler? Do you think Henry Winkler directed and wrote this show and then disavowed it? I don't know. So here's the thing about this show, though. This pilot was pretty good. Especially Had a lot of money poured the into 80s, it. Yeah. There was so much. Oh money. yeah, that, there were so many different complicated sets that took place in this laboratory. Yeah. Like and running water and everything, explosions, helicopter shots. A helicopter lands at the Griffith Observatory. I don't know. Whoever made it disavowed it. And these were all uh, sites that were never going to be seen again yeah. in the show because this isn't where he works. It's, it's just a place that he saved. It's not like they're like building this set to, to use every week. It's mm-hmm. These are very complicated things that are happening, and they're using it for like two shots. Maybe the director and writer got kicked off the project because it went over budget. Ooh. And they said, you don't get credit as punishment. I, <laughs> I mean, I have <laughs> no idea. That's a bad contract if that is what they did. <laughs> but that's fascinating. Yeah, oh so my if gosh. you see anything directed by Alan Smithy, that's the story. That's no crazy idea. that a show this famous and like iconic was created by mystery people. That right. Is, wow, that's amazing. That's that really weird? cool. That's probably my favorite foo-fa that we've had in this whole thing. My fave foofa. Except that that guy looked like that other guy on Alien. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) But you know what's funny is that I I wouldn't have known, I would recognize the name Alan Smithy, and then I Googled it because I was like, I think there's something, I remembered some, hearing something, but whatever I thought it was going to be, the idea that it's an official DGA pseudonym was not what I thought it was going to be. That means you're watching a lot of, like, trash things uh-huh. that, that the creators didn't like. <laughs> we should look up all of the pilots that Alan Smithy has directed. Right. That's really interesting. 
Or uh, movies. Does it apply time. to movies also? It applies to movies as well. Um, well, we're going to move on to um, your favo segment, which is, what was your favorite character? Do we say the whole plot of the yeah, pilot? Yeah, I mean, he basically succeeds and then ends simple. up in Griffith Observatory with this little black kid where he lives. I, I liked think. Barbara Spencer and the little black kid. The two people that are just like We'll probably never see them again. Okay, yeah. good, good. Ben? Well, I didn't like I didn't care about the character, but I really liked the name Steubens of one of the yeah, of one good. of the uh, scientists. So whenever anybody was talking about Steubens, uh, it made me happy. Oh, I guess that's one thing we can say is why those scientists decide to blow up the lab, or one of the scientists actually turns out blew up the lab. It was Steubens. Is because those two scientists who were playing chess were the only two scientists in the world who knew how to turn the ozone layer into a bomb, <laughs> and so they said, "Well, we can't weaponize the ozone layer, so we have to die." Um, and and the other guy takes it pretty well that yeah. his friend tried to kill him and himself. Yeah. He like doesn't get mad at him He's or like, anything. Oh, you're right. We should die. <laughs> oh, this is a waste. They don't though, right? They no. live. Yeah, they everybody live. lives. Even Barbara Spencer, who gets shot, she still lives. Uh-huh. And then uh, MacGyver says, "You're terrific, Spencer." And then she gets carted off. Yep. And they kiss. Again. And they kiss. My favorite character. Um, I'm trying to think of any characters other than MacGyver. MacGyver well, there's, was there's good. the guy from Blank Check yeah, that you liked. Oh yeah, the 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 banker from Blank Check, the guy who actually stuffs the money into uh, Preston Preston's backpack. Um, it's a character actor. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He he was in the pilot. Um, just kind of as a bumbling guy. Is the name of the black guy in Blank Check Juice? Yeah, Juice. Juice okay. is like his henchman. That's all I remember from that movie. Oh, you and that he buys his house for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's it's like a huge mansion. Insane <laughs> mansion. OJ Simpson's as nickname Mr. is Juice too. That's, That's true. OJ. Everybody yeah, yeah, no, I know. OJ. Okay. So maybe this this guy's henchman was also named OJ. Or oh, Apple. You think it was, maybe he killed maybe it somebody. Was o. Or Cran. Cran? What? Yeah. Cran, you just think it's children yeah, his first things? name was Cranberry, and then he goes by Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberry. Why did you make me explain everything? <laughs> um, well, not okay. everyone knows that Cran is a nickname for Cranberry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get um, on my level. <laughs> would you watch this series were it on today? No. Then? I wouldn't, and here's why. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like things that are old and bad i i, I like people. old i like old bad people uh, completely agree i'm i'm not that optimistic after having seen this i'm not super optimistic about the reboot and i don't think anybody in the world is optimistic about the reboot of macgyver well a lot of what i didn't like about it was that it was old mm. and like they couldn't do like the lasers looked like yeah they would make yeah, lasers in the 80s and the way they make stuff. lasers now is cool because it's no fake. old stuff <laughs> old, i like old stuff i like old movies i like old stuff this was just like a lot of like men <laughs> like doing shit legos. and like oh men are like saving shit yeah, and char- men it's I mean, like boring. But character- don't you think the characterization would be better now? There'd be like a strong right. female yeah 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 so involved. Maybe twenty sixteen female reboot MacGyver. I hope they don't make, make a lady MacGyver. I hope they don't make MacGyver just like tormented. Like he's, he's got just long like hair. So I know. Like, like halfway to a lady. He's so capable, but he's got well, demons. Because we've seen on. so many things that are just like, oh yeah, he's very capable. Every male character is so capable and full of demons. But, Every well, so character. So that was refreshing about this MacGyver though, is that he, he had no demons. demons. He was just, except for Oh yeah, he had a he was just having a great time playing basketball in his room with that yeah. black kid. Uh, the only thing that you could ever have like said, like, oh, but he never had a family. And then by the finale, he had a son. So mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. And he doesn't even reference the fact that he used to have a black son. Right. <laughs> um, that brings us to our favo segment, uh, plugs. Plugs. Um, as we wrap this up, Gabby, do you want to plug this beer that we alluded to? Rocco Ale or whatever I was drinking. Rocco Red Rocco from Red. Bo- Bootlegger's Brewery. Yeah, I like to plug that. I like to plug YouTube.com slash show, which is my YouTube channel. I'd like to plug um, Alan Smithy, my favorite director. Yeah, <laughs> my inspiration. Um, That's such a cool fact. I'm so excited. Look up more about it. Yeah, well, after the everyone, podcast. please do more research. Ben Get the ben? word Is out. That it for plugs mm-hmm. for you, Ben. Well, since Gabby didn't do it, I'm gonna plug women's lib. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up, ladies. Doing great. Um, great. I'm going to plug something that hopefully is around by the time this comes out, which is GarrettWarner.com. I'm actually like buying. I'm in. 
having a hard time with Squarespace, them actually giving it to me. It's not going to last. What's not going to last? I don't know. The your, internet? Your name? <laughs> Websites? Um, Calling it now. So see, Websites. Passing? See what I have there. It may just be links to this podcast and also links to Twitter. Who knows? Um, oh, shit. What? We forgot about Rad Dad Bad Pad. Um, what is that? Rad Dad Bad Pad. Rad Dad Bad Pad's a segment where uh, we decide whether the protagonist is a really cool dad or if he just has a bad place to live. Well, he's um, a which really we cool could dad. really comment on, but we don't have time. He's so. a really cool dad, and he has a cool place to live. God, I wish <sighs> we had more time to talk I about. No, we could talk about Red Dead Bad Pat. We'll get there some. <sighs> okay. Maybe maybe we'll start at the top of the next episode. Yeah, that's what we'll about do. whether That'll this be, episode had a Red Dead Bad. That's Pat. your two's job is to remind me to do Red Bad Bad. Pat I'm not going to remember this time. podcast as soon as we're done with it. Um, I'm going to immediately forget this segment. Yeah. Great. That's exactly how it's supposed to. That'll be it for us, the finale rally sallies. <laughs> um, ben, you want to take us out? Fix it or licks it. Ugh. <laughs>